Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the cars with Max and Nagel and Rock 102. Whoa! Hold on to your hats! It's still windy out there. Not as windy as it was overnight. There's a lot of branches down throughout the area, so be careful as you're driving. Because I almost hit a tree limb or two. I saw a bunch of garbage uh, buckets yeah. out on the street. It's I had a- to avoid, like, uh, refuse. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Debris. Somebody, Debris? <laughs> I know her. I think I dated her once. She looked like a trash can? She yeah. sure did. Yeah. She was a dirty girl. Yeah, there you go. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. You're going to be listening to the podcast later on today. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford, the got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Hell of a show today. Open line Thursday. Yes. We will get to. We also have a letter that we need to get to. That's uh, very important. Very important public service announcement. Directly from... Well, don't say the source. Okay. Don't I say won't. the source. I won't say But it's a good one. And so uh, we will uh, we'll review that after 7 o'clock this morning. It's from OnlyFans. Yes, of course it yeah. is. 536 at Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Listen for Snow Country Ski Reports Monday through Friday at 945 a.m. And Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and you too with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be, uh, hang on a second. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at these buttons that seem to have, like, moved all over the place for some reason. They've moved? My buttons have moved. Who's moving buttons? I don't know. Were you pushing my buttons? I'm not pushing anybody's buttons. It's going to be uh, windy and cold today with a high of 34. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Comedian Richard Lewis died Tuesday night after suffering a heart attack. He was 76. He had also been living with Parkinson's disease. In addition to his brilliant stand-up career, Lewis also co-starred on the sitcom Anything But Love with Jamie Lee Curtis in the 80s and 90s. His films included Robin Hood Men in Tights and Leaving Las Vegas. What what was he in Leaving Las Vegas? He was the guy that played that one role. Um and he did that one thing. You are very unhelpful sometimes. I just told you what he did. No, I mean like you're trying to get me to, to believe that you, you knew what he did and you have no idea. Dude, I I practically spelled out the entire script right to you. Exactly. Is that the one where uh, Elizabeth Shue uh, plays a babysitter and then has to take Nicolas Cage through the streets of Chicago uh, and then to Las Vegas, where Nicolas Cage is whoa, then whoa, whoa, dressing whoa, whoa, whoa. up as a as a as a as a Elvis impersonator? I haven't seen the end of it. Don't ruin it for me. With that horse he's riding, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, that might be it. We should start doing that. Just mixing movies together of the same actor. I saw this incredible movie of a guy who had a who dies at the beginning of the movie and he mentions something about a sled. And then all of a sudden he blows up the Death Star at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I saw that. Yeah, uh, right. And then uh, that was the one where uh, you know the, he, the Death Star guy was like I'm leaving and, and then the other guy goes well uh, frankly uh, frankly sir I don't give a damn. Yes, it yeah. was uh, Let's see. That was, I believe, uh, Citizen Skywalker. Wind. Rain. In the wind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, these days he's best known as a cast member on HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, starring his childhood friend Larry David. It's so weird because in the first episode this season, he or second episode, it was one of the first or second episode, he says, 
I want to leave you in my will, Larry, and Larry doesn't want to be in his will. It's so. the first thing I saw when I saw that notification yesterday. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, they were talking about Richard Lewis's will. Yeah. And the you know, next thing you know, two weeks later, he's dead. Very weird. Uh, let, you know what, though? To me, them being childhood friends, he probably knew that something was... Well, I mean, he had Parkinson's disease. He had he Parkinson's was, disease and four... Four different surgeries. Yeah. Shoulder replacement, knee replacement, uh, I think a hip replacement, and also like a heart, uh, like a heart valve right. thing. And he looks terrible. So, I mean, it's it's sad. I love Richard Lewis. Larry uh, issued a statement saying, quote, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital, and for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. He had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob, and for that, I will never forgive him. <laughs> That's uh, that's probably the perfect uh, way to say he was going to remember his friend yeah. by, by saying that. Uh, Jamie Lee paid tribute to him on Instagram where she called him, quote, the reason I am sober. Why? Because she saw what it looked like when you were No, because, I mean, yeah, he had yeah. been sober for years yeah. and years after, you know, drug and alcohol problems. For, you know, I, a good deal of his life. Admittedly, I was never really a big fan of his stand-up, like... It was okay. He was. I thought he was a better actor than he was a stand-up comedian. See, I kind of like the. I like the stand-up. I mean, it was very much. Of a, it's very much a character is what he was doing. Yeah, and that's what. That's what I think. That's what bothered me so much about it because there was only so much you could take of that ner- uh, neurotic behavior of somebody. I don't know. It was pretty funny. Though. I thought so. I still. Uh, my favorite episode of Curb with him in it was the. When they when she, the nurse stole the baseball and she was hiding it, <laughs> she was hiding it inside of herself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Larry's cell phone was missing that he left there, and all of a sudden he starts hearing the Motorola tone next to his hospital bed. It's because it's inside the nurse. I thought that was pretty damn pretty pretty pretty, pretty, pretty funny. damn funny. Uh, other Hollywood news. Uh, let's see. When Tish Cyrus married prison break actor Dominic Purcell in August of 2023, her daughter Noah wasn't there, and now we might know why. Us Weekly says that Noah was romantically involved with Purcell when her mom started pursuing him. What? What? Uh, In other words, Tish stole a man from her own daughter. Jerry! Jerry! (laughs) You're not kidding. And get this, the wedding went down at Miley's house, and sources say the armed guards who were hired for the ceremony were instructed to keep Noah out of it if she showed up. Miley is uh, obviously on Team Tish while accepting a Grammy earlier this month. She thanked her mom, who was there with her. She did not mention her dad, Billy Ray. Well, don't tell his heart. His he will break your heart. Yeah, that's... I just don't think it'll understand. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing. Wait, wait. Well, oh, I'm reciting lyrics to crappy country songs. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Oh yeah. You're you're repeating horrible country. Yeah, you know, you think it's bad here with the Tom Petty? You're lucky we're not a country radio station. That song would be playing over and over and Actually, over. Actually, Steve, I think I can make the case that we're lucky we're not on a country radio station. I don't know. I'd want to rip my ears right off my head. Yeah, well, we could make any format work. I don't know, Steve. You can't make meatloaf out of horse crap. Beyonce's Texas Hold'em is the number one song, not just on the country charts, but in the entire country. But is it a ripoff? Millennials have figured out that it actually sounds a lot like the theme song to one of their favorite animated shows, Franklin. 
even the guy who wrote it uh, wrote Franklin, Bruce Cockburn. <laughs> Bruce. It's actually pronounced Coburn. Why is it written Cockburn? Because no, he doesn't want to be known as Cockburn. You know, you're like he calls himself Coburn. You're like the guy. Yeah, you know what? Give it up. Remember, remember, it was uh, Anthony Weiner mm-hmm. who said. He was talking about his name and John Boner's name, mm-hmm. even though Boner pronounced it Boehner. Yes. He's like, come on, give it up. I mean, I know. even a, even a scumbag like Anthony Weiner has a point. You can have a point if you're a scumbag. Listen, I've gone, I've gone through my entire life yeah. being known as a Weiner. And, anyway. look at, and look at me, how I've built my reputation. Yes, you are quite the Weiner. Uh, enough of that. A Texas death row inmate was uh, put to death despite Kim Kardashian's plea to keep him alive and pardon him. Really? She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I felt like I was on death row was when Ray J did the Pearl Harbor attack in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. The Pearl Harbor? It starts early in the morning <laughs> while you're sleeping. And you're fighting for your life this, yeah. by the time you're done with it. <laughs> Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but we, we had another movie night. Sat, What'd you see? We sat down and watched Sperms of Endearment. <laughs> and then uh, then we moved on to uh, Pocahontas. Uh-huh. Yeah. What else did you see? Uh, and then we finished off by seeing A Clear and Present Stranger. Okay. That was right after Presumed Impotent. <laughs> I love that film. Wait till Snakes on a Plane comes out. Then you'll be really getting into it. Half a thumb up. Yes. And this was not as funny as I thought it would be. So there you go. <laughs> That's your Hollywood treasure. Rock what I do. I Shop 30. Click print. I would certainly hope not. Fortunately, time will tell. But hey, the my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Have you checked your furnace filters yet? Well, you better do, do it now. Because if you go to Rocky's, you can get fresh filters. Buy two, get one free. Change your filters right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Van Halen. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, windy, but then the wind is dying down. It's still going to be chilly today, though. High of only 34. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, I'm off tomorrow from uh, for various personal reasons, and uh, which means so today we're going to do open line Thursday. Oh, sweet. Now, we're not going to do it tomorrow because open line Thursday will have passed, and tomorrow's going to be a best of Bax and Nagel. So it's going to happen today after 8 o'clock, and after 7, we have a very interesting letter. Yes. Uh, to read to y'all. Yes, we do. Uh, but today, today is a special day. Do you know what today is? Uh, Thursday? It's February 29th. You know what that means? Uh, leap year? It is a leap year. Congratulations. You figured out the answer oh, to the trivia nice. question. Man, it? I really dodged a bullet. I thought it's, it was going to be wrong. It's also going to be a day of celebration. Uh, so there, <laughs> there's been a push to stop the madness of changing the clocks back and forth for daylight savings time, mm-hmm. but we can't stop doing leap years. That's just not going to happen. Today is the 29th, a day we only get every four years, mostly. So have you ever uh, wondered what would happen if we didn't do this? What would happen? Well, I'll play along. Steve, what would happen if we didn't do this? It might be more dramatic than you think. 
<laughs> it takes Earth 365.24 days to orbit the sun, which is 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 56 seconds. Mm-hmm. Those extra hours create enough time for one new day every four years. Okay? Makes perfect sense. If we didn't add the extra day, the calendar would shift about 25 days every century, meaning that after about 600 years, Christmas would actually be in July. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. What's wrong with that? How long would it take for Christmas to be in July? Uh, 600 years. You'll never make it. You don't know that. Well, if you have like a layaway plan. In the uh, sense that it would be in the middle of the summer, at least in the northern hemisphere. We wouldn't have an early winter Christmas again for another 850 years. So basically, leap years are vital to keep the months in sync with the seasons and annual events, including equinoxes and solstices. Right. Right. People have recognized the need for leap years for thousands of years, and the current uh, Gregorian calendar has been in uh, use since the late 1500s. If you didn't know, the length of the day is also periodically adjusted by inserting a leap second because of uh, variations in Earth's rotation. But unlike leap days, leap seconds are not added on a regular schedule because those variations are not as predictable. The last time a leap second was added was on December 31st of 2016. Oh, it felt like a second I remember that, that day. Year. I really do. That's uh that's that's a that's a lot to take. That extra second? Yeah. I had to work one extra second that day. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You didn't get paid for it either. No, of course not. What are you going to do with it? Four cents. I tried to submit for the time, but uh, they rejected that part of my timesheet. Uh people whose birthdays fall on the 29th. I actually have a friend of mine yeah. whose birthday is today. So technically he's by... How do they determine that? <clears throat> well, typically uh, he celebrates on the 28th because, you know, what would be the point or of the, uh, celebrating on only the 29th? What about the 1st? Does he ever uh, celebrate on the 1st? March 1st? Yeah. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Um, but But having a leap year birthday... Yeah. Technically, you're really not as old as you might appear to be, like on your license. Yeah. Well, for example, so my friend was born the same year I was. That's 1966. Right. So technically, he's 14 and a half years old. Right. Now, That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't be able to get into a bar right now. It's going to take him forever to get his license. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's another like 16 years away or whatever the hell it is. So, I mean, really, uh, what's the point? The whole thing is very confusing. It is, and that's why, uh, so you kind of have to kind of fudge the numbers a little bit. You know, with the Earth rotation, uh, you know, not exactly uh, 24 hours, uh, not exactly 365 uh, days of the revolution behind the sun, you have to somehow uh, make accommodations in the mathematical equation, which then says, well, then you need the leap year every four years. It yeah. makes perfect sense. You know, it's, it's like just math. Uh, but those people feel like they're extra special. Those t February 29ers. Yeah, you would think so, but when you're a 58-year-old man and you can only claim that you're 14 and a half, yeah. you've, you've barely cracked puberty at that point. Yeah, but I'm talking about ladies, the ones who celebrate birthday weeks. These are the ones that celebrate birthday years. It only comes once every four years. Oh, I'm only 14 and a half oh, years old. Oh, please don't serve me any more alcohol. Oh, I'm going to get carded oh, at this no. bar. I'm so, I'm so flattered. You know, they had a girl here a few weeks ago. Because uh, they, they, what they do is they, they sneakily <clears throat> uh, pass around a birthday card for whoever's birthday it is. Right. We used to get cakes. Remember you used to get cakes? I remember cake. Whatever happened to that morale? We stopped giving cakes. What, why? What happened? 
I think at one point, and this is, I, 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 I could be wrong, but I, I seem to vaguely remember that it was like a corporate mandate. Yeah. No more cakes on the company credit cards. By the way, really? Believe yeah. so. I, I ran into the woman who used to buy the cake uh, a couple of weeks ago at MGM. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her and her husband were there. Oh. Uh, great people. I, 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 yeah. yeah, I miss them. And uh, I told her, I said, listen, you know, she's catching up on all the all the, the, the hobnobbing that's going on around here. Lots of hobbing and nobbing and in this I, place. And I said, yes, and you know what? There's cake in the conference room. Unfortunately, you can't have any. <laughs> she got a good laugh out of that one. Of course. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the people who celebrate, like, you know, the birthday... Oh, I'm so. This is my birthday. It's my birthday year. But the, but the girl, the, there was a card going around the office. Yeah. Of us to sign the card, and then it was it was also noted that she was not here that day. No. Right. Because it's a, like a birthday week. Yeah. Well, it's no big deal. She's not here today anyway. And I, and I said she is the kind of girl who would celebrate birthday week. You could give this to her next Friday, and she'll be just happy with it. It's not a big deal. I don't know if it's a if it's a, a guy thing or like a an age thing. Like I'm at a point now where I don't really want to celebrate my birthday for more than five minutes. Yeah, it's like it's not a big deal for me. I mean, it, you know, technically I got to keep, you know, I got to keep uh, my eye on the date and how old I am because yeah. it does affect my retirement. But other than that, uh, I don't really need a whole week of celebrating. To tell everybody how old I am, you should be uh, you should be celebrating your birthday though. If, if I mean, if you we, made it so far, I know, and many people have not. Knock on wood. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know my celebrations are not. I don't require that much attention. Yeah, on my birthday, I just don't. That's just a. It's just a, it's just me. You know, like uh, you want to be pampered. You don't want a makeover day, a spa day. If I really want a spa day, Steve, mm-hmm. let's say I would like a, a like a hot stone massage and yeah. some body waxing, I can do that 365 days out of the year, except on leap years where it's 366. Can you ha- can you really? Sure. Do you want to hear about things that happened on this day on February 29th years oh, ago? Do I? Uh, 84 years ago, Gone with the Wind won eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Frankly, Steve, I don't give a damn. Uh, you shouldn't give a damn. 64 years ago, the first Playboy Club featuring waitness, waitresses in bunny outfits opened in Chicago. Hugh Hefner closed the corporate-owned clubs in 1986, calling them passe. Funny that now even nudity is passe for Playboy. Are you sure the word was passe? I think he was. Ju- I think somebody just misheard him. I was it's a spelling error on the uh, on the on the page. Who right? left the passe cat around here around the Playboy Mansion? You see all these passe cats? Yeah, you know they uh, they had one. Uh, you know they had a bunch of them out of the Midwest for a while, mm-hmm. and they 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 closed them all down. And I and they're like, I never got a chance to go into a Playboy club. Were they strip clubs? Not really. They were just bars where people and it was kind of like a Hooters of Playboy. Is really you know what? what? It was. That's a very good comparison. Yeah. It, it was like Hooters without the wings. Yeah. So you're basically just. Having girls in skimpy outfits serve you drinks. Yeah, at a higher price point, though. Well, that's usually how they get you in there. Well, they were exclusive clubs that I believe required a membership. Uh, oh, get this. 56 years ago, the Fifth Dimension was the big winner at the Grammys. The uh, winning song of the year was Up, Up, and Away. Oh, that's a good one, man. Uh, and that's a and real best good performance one. by a vocal group. Whatever happened to them? 
the fifth dimension. Well, uh, eventually, uh, Marilyn McCoo uh, started to uh, host, I believe, Solid Gold for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. she and uh, you know, she and her husband uh, had some hits of their own back in the seventies. I love I love the uh, fifth dimension. I still think Marilyn McCoo is maybe one of the most beautiful women that ever lived. Did they do that song in the year twenty five twenty five? Is that them? No, that's Zager and Evans. Zager but I can I can see where you'd be confused. Well, because it all sounded the same from that era. Oh come on, that's they're like two totally different vocal groups. I like the Up and Away. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a great track. When I saw that, uh, yeah, remember when that kid? They thought that kid was in that balloon yeah. flying over that thing. I, I turned CNN down. Hold on. Fly like to ride in my, my beautiful balloon. Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Float among the stars together, you and I. Well, we can Stuff, man. This will be a nice, uh, a nice little song to have the devil's lettuce to, perhaps. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, it's up, real, real up. trippy stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, real trippy. Far out, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. right. You want to do it right now? I got oh, we can fly! Fly! Up, up and away, my beautiful, my beautiful balloon. This just makes you want to give up on the day, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know, Steve. There's lots of reasons to be very, very optimistic about what's going on today. I'm sure there is. Yes. Anyway, it's uh, 623 on Rock 102. You look classic, Rock. It's 629 and Lenny Kravitz with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Don has the forecast for you. Uh, hey, this is a uh, Thunderbird Thursday today. Yeah. Your chance to win uh, four seats on the glass to Saturday's game against the Laval Rocket. Plus, you also get uh, four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and the tickets to the game. It's Thunderbird Thursday today. Later on uh, with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. All right. Are you ready to laugh? I am ready to laugh. All right, let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. So a friend of mine got mad at me uh, for sniffing his sister's underwear. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure if it was because she was wearing them or because the rest of the family was there, but uh, either way, it ruined the rest of her funeral. Ah! That's the sickest That's like joke three, ever. three jokes in one. That's a, there's another one. Uh, this is a, this is a, a Jimmy Carr one. You ready? Yes. Uh, do you know that if you get stung by a jellyfish, uh, you should you should pee on it? I've heard that. Apparently, the same is not true for shark bites. That boy's parents were furious. <laughs> and besides, since he was dead, it wouldn't do anything anyway. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert. 634 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Family Dollar. 
Uh, hop on over to Family Dollar for everything Easter this year, like candies, uh, decor, and more. Only at Family Dollar helping you to do more. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Controversy continued yesterday over a video that shows a Springfield fire official running over a raccoon that he says was rabbit. The uh, situation has caused a lot of anger throughout the state and is now being investigated by the Mass Environmental Police. Fish police. It's the fish police. Where is the fish I used to know? Uh, now, yeah, now it's just a fish I used to know. That's it. Yeah. The uh, situation, or I'm sorry, there was no public safety risk, and you can see it in the video. There were officers there that refused to shoot it. So then you say, why? That's what uh, Cheryl Coakley Rivera uh, raccoon whisper and registry or deeds for mm-hmm. Hampton County. Uh, and now a concerned citizen wants answers. After a controversial video shows the raccoon being run over by Springfield Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvi with a city vehicle who says it was rabid, Coakley Rivera says that Springfield officers and firemen who have come forward to her say that's not the case. And the animal was in fact blind. How do you know that? Had an eye patch. Is that what it is? It had one of those canes, those those red canes with the white tip. His his eyes had circles on him like he had gotten hit in the face. He had a cup full of pencils. Uh, as a resident of downtown Springfield who recently had raccoons hide under the steps of my front door and wander through my backyard where kids play blocks away from this incident, I want to thank the heroic actions made by the Springfield firefighter who killed a suspected raccoon with his car while no one wants to see uh, inhumane uh, where is it? Well, no one's the inhumane treatment of an animal. The fire commission's decision to eliminate this threat as quickly as possible while protecting his own safety should be lauded rather than vilified. This is coming from a doctor, a, a, hmm. a, a, a medical doctor. And then, and then also there was a, there was a statement from a vet saying, listen, the PETA spokesman was spokesperson was incorrect in stating that veterinarians and humane officials could have put the animal down painlessly. The act of trapping such an animal or getting close enough to hook it with a rabies pole would endanger human lives and stress a frightened, suffering animal. The next step, to inject this animal, would also be problematic, which is why these animals are usually shot from a distance. The uh, decision was made, while not pretty, was sound, humane, and safe. You know, I, uh, listen, I, uh... I I like B.J. Calvi. He's a good man. I like him. I spent time with him. I like him. And, uh, you know, yeah. I think that of all the things that are going on in this great city, the city of Holmes, yeah. Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, this is the least of our concerns. It is the least of our concerns, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into this a little bit more after after seven o'clock because we have we have some things that were, were shared with us. Well, we got a letter that we do have a letter. That, uh, that that we'd like to share with all of you. Good idea. And maybe uh, we can do it. But uh, as far as uh, uh, Coakley Rivera, she wants it to be tested. At least, at the very least, we should investigate. And at the very least, we should have the we should have the raccoon. I don't even have it. What do you want? What do you want to do with it? Don't you realize the blood is infected with rabies too? Oh no, she wants to be able to prove that it was rabid, then bring it. But if you lied, then you don't want it found. Oh. So now there's this conspiracy to hide the raccoon. This isn't like a flat earth type of thing. You I mean, this, this, this is a, it's a raccoon that was downtown, shouldn't have been, may have been sick. Well, listen, there's raccoons all over the city. You know, they live in the area. They live in trees. They live in wooded areas. They live in things like that. However, when you see them walking around in the middle of the day and they're acting strangely... 
There's a good indication that they may have rabies. You can't obviously be 100% sure, but there was another guy yesterday who said distemper is also a condition that is similar to rabies. Either one Mm -hmm. is not a good thing. Well, the uh, report yesterday was that this raccoon was foaming at the mouth. Now, unless it had just finished a big frosty mug of root beer, I can't imagine why... uh, a raccoon, any varmint, would be foaming at the mouth if they didn't have either distemper or rabies. Yeah. Either way, you gotta you gotta resolve that, and I think uh, I think BJ Cali probably did do the humane thing. Did you? I'm sorry. Let's go because we're gonna move on to something else. Did you mention the water main break on the air or off the air? I can't that was remember. off the air. Off the air. Is yeah. there a water main break going on somewhere? Where did you see that? So uh, I'm uh, I'm looking on the 22 News's website. It says water main break reported on Dickinson Street in Springfield, All right. right by Porter Lake Drive. Yeah, I used to live in that neighborhood. Wow. You know, you said that to me off the air, and you made it sound like this was gonna disrupt your life the way. Like, as if you still lived there. Well, I mean, it would have disrupted my life if it were, this were, say, like 1997. But but you don't live there. Not now, it's but... it's disrupting the lives of the people who now live in your former home. Right. So if this yeah. were still... If I were still living there, if this was 1997, like right now, all the... You, you go if, back in time. If this was the late 1900s... Yes. If this was, if this was before the turn of the century... Mm-hmm. I would not be able to uh, to wash certain certain yeah. bits and pieces of my body before coming to work. Would any of you want that? I don't think you would. I, but you're okay. Well, now I yeah. am. I mean, I've uh, I've moved a couple of times since then. I don't. Have, where, where did you get that that update? Where is that from? It's on Twenty Two News. A water main break has been reported in Springfield. I don't know why I don't have that. This here's the story as it's written. A water main break has been reported in Springfield. A water main break was reported in the area on Dickinson Street on Porter Lake Drive Tuesday evening. Oh, my God. It was crazy. There was water spurting out everywhere. No word from officials on what caused the break or how long it's going to take to repair. 22 News also received a call from a viewer who was being impacted by this break on Congress Street in Longmeadow. 22 News is closely following the story and will update this story as soon as information becomes available. I have a hard time believing that nothing's been available since Tuesday evening. I'm uh, Especially since it yeah, is it's now Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing that water main break has been since repaired. I don't know. It. Uh, I would uh, think that uh, yeah, everything's probably all uh, all good now, and people can start scrubbing themselves. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a water main break anymore. There might be some construction in that area now, but it's it's probably fixed. If that happened Tuesday night, I mean, the city of Springfield is not that lackadaisical in in getting work done. No, when when something like that happens. They tend to treat that as an emergency and and must be repaired soon. Well, and and understand, uh, this part of Springfield straddles the Springfield-Longmeadow line. If the people of Longmeadow are inconvenienced in any way, shape, or form, you've got to believe there's all kinds of pressure on the city of Springfield to accommodate the people of, of Longmeadow, whose water usage is more important than perhaps anybody else's. Uh, we're worried about raccoons in Springfield. Mm-hmm. With the recent warmer weather combined with Wednesday's rainfall, some animals are expected to migrate early. By the way, I saw like four skunks this morning on the way to work. Been seeing a lot of deer lately. Saw yeah. a fox in my backyard the other day. But what did it say? I don't have it available. Oh, I had it on tape. Yeah. 
Uh, in the town of Amherst, they've created tunnels under Henry Street to help salamanders cross the street safely. But sometimes these little reptiles find themselves onto the roadway. The town has set up warning signs on Henry Street to advise drivers that the road may be temporarily closed over the next few days. Because of salamanders? As volunteers help salamanders safely cross the road. Well, maybe they need to give these salamanders access to GPS technology. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, what about your ways? In in 1,000 days, take a right. <laughs> How long does it take a salamander to get across the street? <laughs> 1,000 days. Well, salamanders, do they have legs? I don't even know what a salamander is. Actually. Yeah, it's, it looks like a worm with legs. Let me see. A salamander. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what they are. Uh, it takes them. Uh, how long does it take them to cross it? Why did the salamander cross the street? I don't know, Steve. Why did the salamander cross the street? Because a tree hugger in Amherst said he could. <laughs> that was funnier than the joke of the day. That it was funny. No, it really wasn't. Uh, Dave Ziomik, director of conservation and development, said, uh, told 22 News how this effort affects people around the area. It's a great opportunity for community members to get involved, to do something positive and see something happening in nature that's pretty unique. Drivers can expect uh, Henry Road to be closed Wednesday and Thursday night. If you're interested in volunteering during this migration, you can apply on the Hitchcock Center's website. <laughs> Center. Hitch. Center. I was going. Oh yeah, that's that. Uh, salamanders will mainly spend the winter season in the woods on the east side of Henry Road. When the warmer and wet weather arrives in the spring, these salamanders head to vernal pools on the west side of Henry Road. Oh, All right. right. Vernal pools are very critical to the local environment as a breeding habitat for smaller animals and insects looking to avoid fish predators. Vernal pools filled with water in the spring and dry out in the summer. Yada yada yada. Uh, they're in da oh they're on the list of endangered species oh, that's why that's they are right. not, they're not your everyday salamander there is no everyday salamander they're all salamanders are on the endangered species list uh the jefferson salamander that's of special concern mm -hmm. the blue spotted salamander that's been threatened the marbled salamander has been threatened and the eastern spadefoot has been threatened does it dig its own holes uh, perhaps. What about the East Hampton Lady Salamander? Yeah, I, I don't think you want to uh, get involved in that. Yeah, you don't want to, you want to kind of mess with that. Hell That no. salamander will melt your face off. And <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, some criminals are, uh, thinking on such higher level that it's difficult to understand what their plan was. A 24-year-old man in Nebraska walked into a quick shop convenience store early Tuesday morning. Morning and demanded money. He had a Hostess cinnamon rolls box on his right hand. Like wearing it, like a glove. Interesting. Yeah. The clerk was worried he might have a gun in the box, so they handed over the cash from the register. The cops tracked the guy down on foot, searched him, and found a handgun, the cash, 4.1 grams of methamphetamine. That explains the higher level of thinking. <laughs> what was the point of the Hostess box if he did have a gun, though? I, I, you know what? I mean, it's maybe it's, it's to it, hide the gun. To hide, yeah. to hide the gun. But then, in order to do that, you got to eat all the all the Twinkies inside. Yeah, and you know that's good. Yeah, that's gonna go right to your thighs. I'm gonna get this ringding right in your face if you don't give me all that money. <laughs>
He was arrested on multiple felony counts, including robbery, possession of a controlled substance, and use of a deadly weapon in the commission of a felony. Yeah, I can see uh, the ho-hos being a deadly weapon. Yeah, I mean, you know, all the cholesterol, you know, the the, uh, the saturated fats. Suzy Q. Whew. That's a that's a tough one. I know dudes who got laid out from well, Suzy Q. Didn't the Twinkie wear a gun and hat? Wasn't the cow? Wasn't the Twinkie, Twinkie the kid? Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know about a gun. I know there was like a lasso. Oh, so and he had a big ten gallon, uh, you know, fruit pie hat. So he wasn't like a true cowboy. No, not technically. No. No, that's too bad. Uh, anyway, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be windy until uh, another 15 minutes from now, and then the wind is going to die down. It's still going to be cold, though, throughout the rest of the day. High of 33. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Springfield's Classic Rock at 653 and the Kinks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sorry, i got to put my secretary on the phone and take a message. I know. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, sunny, windy. Uh, this morning, wind's going to die down, uh, going to be cold, though, with a high of 33. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, this week on Backstreet's Musical Podcast, my guest is Jack Grisham from the band TSOL. They got a brand new album out this week uh, called A-Side Graffiti. It's, an, it's a great interview with an absolute uh, hardcore legend, and it is brought to you by Metro Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. You can hear it on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com next week. I'll be talking to uh, to Dickie Barrett, the former lead singer of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh yeah, he's in a new band with uh, members of uh, of Offspring and Smash Mouth. It's called uh, the Defiant. It's a really good record, and we'll be talking uh, next Monday on Rock102.com. Uh, you know, just to continue with our Leap Day chat. Yeah, uh, if you don't know how to celebrate a Leap Leap Day, I mean this this only happens every four years. This is like the Olympics of February. Yes, right. Uh, other than bemoaning uh, that they're, you're another .25 days older, <laughs> some places are offering deals for you to stop by. You ready? I'm ready. Chipotle is offering free guacamole because, well, why not? Well, that sounds like a great idea if it weren't Chipotle. But it's not totally free. Like a lot of these deals, you need to be a member of their loyalty program, and you need to order through the app, and you also need to order an entree. Basically, you aren't going to walk in and get free guacamole and walk out. You have to purchase something. There's nothing free about anything. And how, uh, much is it, how much does a load of guacamole cost? Well, you know, with inflation being what it is, uh, the price of avocados has gone through the roof. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, so it's so it's like a like a gold mine kind of. I guess thing? so. I guess the uh, the yeah. the threat of Chipotle uh, you know guacamole is supposed to bring people in. Uh, maybe Taco Bell is offering rewards members a crunch wrap for two twenty nine. Get it today is two twenty nine. Oh yeah. Seven Eleven is offering customers any combination of five wings for the same price two twenty nine. Hooters is giving loyalty members select appetizers for two twenty nine. And Krispy Kreme has a promotion where you can get an original glazed donut or a glazed dozen for uh, two twenty nine with the purchase of any regular priced dozen. So, so then I mean, you're stuck with like like a two dozen donuts, two dozen crappy donuts. You'll be stuck with. Listen, Krispy Kremes used to be good before this whole corporate thing took over, and then now now they're just. Bleh, bleh. It's just another donut. There uh, are better donuts in the world. Wendy's is offering customers a Cinnabon pull apart today. But if you uh, if you go between the hours of five and seven, it's uh, it's, it's you the surge pay price. You pay, you pay full it, yeah. price. 
Uh, some places are also offering you know, 29% off select items for February 29th, including Marco's Pizza. I've never no, heard no, that. No. Noodles and Company. We don't no, have not around here. Papa Murphy's. Nope. No. And Smoothie King. Oh, yeah, all restaurants that we uh, don't have. <laughs> all the restaurants we have no chance of taking up on their offer. And st- and the random one, Staples, is offering rewards members a free passport photo. Oh, I'll go to the one here in East Longmeadow. Oh, oh yeah. No. yeah. Or Westfield. Oh, oh no, yeah. nuts. Yeah. And you can find uh, more deals anywhere, but uh, that just means you got to join another stupid loyalty program and another. You know, this is how you tell that people are sharing your information. Don't put your real name down when you sign up for these and then remember what name you put in. I do this a lot. I bet you do. I put in a a wrong name, Mm -hmm. and then I go in my notes, and I put down what name I put in for that website. So that way, when another company starts sending me text messages, I know who gave my information away. Uh. Hello, Mr. McCockiner. We are... Uh, yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, hello, Miss Lingus. <laughs> Connie is your first name? You have a very cunning family over there, right. don't you? Don't you? <laughs> it's 6.58. We got a letter to read coming up in just mm-hmm. a few minutes on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, Selection Sunday for the NCAA Men's College Basketball Tournament is exactly 17 days away from today. And as you know, when it comes to March Madness, I am often prone to fits of unwavering, compulsive bursts of blind obsession. And with my college alma mater, the Marquette Golden Eagles, resting comfortably as the fifth-ranked team in the nation, I think we could all assume that this year will be no different. In fact, it might even get worse. Sure, I'll fill out my NCAA tourney time brackets. I'll watch every game that I can get my hands on, and I will fiercely support my team until they're eventually bounced out of the tournament like they've done every year since 1977. But what I'm not going to do is put myself at financial risk by placing money on any of it. You see... I'm a lover, not a gambler, and by that I mean I'm a lover of my bi-weekly take-home pay, and I will not be compromising any of it by punching Lady Luck's dance card. Of course, not everybody shares this sort of restraint. Yesterday was reported that reported longtime problem gambler and furniture magnate Mattress Mac of Houston, Texas, has placed another outrageously irresponsible bet for this year's NCAA tournament. According to reports, Mattress Mac has just placed a $1 million bet for the top-ranked Houston Cougars to win the national championship. Forget the fact the odds heavily favor the Yukon Huskies. Forget the fact there are better odds for the Purdue Boilermakers. This guy has just bet $1 million on Houston, who I predict may not even make the Final Four. Now, if he wins, he'll walk away with a $7.5 million payout. But if he loses, he will look like the single biggest a-hole in the state of Texas. Folks, there are 29 million people who live in the state of Texas. That place is crawling with a-holes, and yet he's less than a month away from being deemed the biggest one they got. Good luck losing all that money in a single day. I'll be busy rooting for Marquette and doing it for free without the risk of either financial ruin or the permanent destruction of my highly regarded reputation. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, you need paint at 7 o'clock? 
Go to Rockies on Liberty Street. Steve-O, the new paint advisor, he wants to meet you. He wants to help you. Good people like Steve-O and Rock Solid Service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be, uh, the wind is going to die down, and then it's still going to be chilly and cold today with a high of 33, but sunny. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Just a couple of things to alert you about. There is a uh, traffic uh, uh, detour, I guess, on Riverdale Street north in West Springfield. There's apparently some wires down uh, I guess Eversource is on the scene taking mm. care of that stuff. And uh, there's a water main break from two days ago that nobody gave us updates about. So it's probably, I mean, the entire Dickinson Street area is probably flooded and it's now frozen over as a pond. So you can all go ice skating today. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. Plus there's the dingle there that will catch all the water. So it'd be like a, it would be like a little pond. Hey, Baxi. Yes, Steve. What do you say we rip into the old mailbag? <laughs> Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. Oh, boy. Mailman. Mail today. Welcome back to Animal Talk here on the Bax and Dangle program. We got a letter uh, coming uh, directly from the White House of Springfield. <laughs> right from the desk of uh, of President Sarno. Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, from Bill Baker, uh, the, the the mayor's right hand man. There mm-hmm. uh, it says, uh, "Good afternoon, guys." Uh, this was obviously sent to us yesterday. Mayor wanted to share with you his uh, statement below and two supporting letters from a medical doctor and a veterinarian. Thanks for keeping us laughing, by the way. Okay, here we All go. Right, ready? Yes. Mayor Dominic Sarno states, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Time was of the essence. In order to protect our residents, especially our children and pets. This was an unfortunate situation, but one that had to have been taken in the name of public health and safety. There had been multiple calls from the public at a apparent rabid raccoon running in our, around in our downtown metro neighborhood near the Spring Street, Worthington Street, and Pearl Street area. Calls indicated that that rabid raccoon was walking around in circles and didn't look right. Police officers and Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvey located a dangerous rabid raccoon that was wandering around confused, agitated, and foaming at the mouth at the Worthington Street Fire Headquarters. The Department of Health and Human Services, which oversees the policies and procedures for responding to rabid animals, was notified and following these procedures, an animal trapper was contacted and requested. However, they could not provide an estimated time of arrival, also known as an ETA. Did you know that? I didn't know that. As everyone knows, raccoons are nocturnal animals, and rabies is a very deadly virus that can be fatal. And if Unless someone- the mayor is bitten by a rabid raccoon. Then the raccoon is in trouble. Yeah, then the raccoon needs to really worry about that. You tested positive for Dom Dom? (laughs) You're in trouble, little guy. You're a long way from home. Keep your stay. Get out of your car, BJ. The the, the mayor takes care of this by using his own tiger blood. As a result, Commissioner Calvey took immediate action in the name of public health and safety to make sure that not only our brave and dedicated firefighters were safe, but just as important. 
Our residents, and especially children and pets, would not be harmed. God forbid if this wild animal attacked a child. God forbid. This is also a high occupancy area with a school bus pickups and drop-offs nearby. Since our local animal control center does not handle nuisance wildlife calls and a trapper could not provide an ETA, that would mean estimated time of arrival, as I previously stated. Yes. Commissioner Calvi moved to keep the public safe and end the animal's suffering. He was acting in his capacity as a municipal official, as stated by the Division of Fisheries and Wildlife, which, per Mass General Law, has authority over wildlife in the state and has developed regulations to reduce the spread of rabies, which allows any municipal staff member operating in official capacity to respond and take immediate action where they reasonably conclude that such animal is rabid. Again, this was an unfortunate situation, but the time was of the essence, and immediate action was needed to keep the public safe from the rabid animal. God bless. Bada bing, bada boom. That was hot. Now somewhere in the Black Mountain Hills out of Springfield, there was a young boy named Rocket Raccoon. One day his woman ran off with another guy. Hit young rabbit in the eye. Rabbit didn't like that. He said, I'm going to get that boy. So one day he walks into town and books himself a new at the local firehouse. A rabbit raccoon checked into his room only to find B.J. Calvin. You know, uh, I know a lot of people are hot under the collar yeah. about this thing. From well, the- Cheryl Coakley Rivera is dying on the hill of finding out what really happened that yeah. day. I'm finding that many people, um, one, are not that bothered by this uh, act by B.J. Calvi. And I'm finding that uh, other people are saying, well, what are you going to do? You're going to leave a rabbit animal out there in the street waiting around for someone to take care of it? At least B.J. Calvi is a man of action. You know, if this were a burning house, yeah. would you have to wait around uh, for someone for the, like a like a hose to arrive? No, you want a response right away, and that's what B.J. Calvi did. That's exactly what he did. And uh, matter of fact, uh, Chris Marion said yesterday there's a candlelight raccoon and rabies awareness vigil tonight in Stern Square. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna bring, don't bring candles. That's a that's a that's a fire hazard. This this is ridiculous. Uh, faux outrage over something that, listen, it may not have been the best way to do something, but when you're acting in the moment of, again, I told you yesterday, I dealt with a rabid raccoon Mm -hmm. uh, years ago. Those things are nasty. Yeah. And And there's no negotiating with them. They won't listen to reason. No. And, you know, they're like, "Why, why why didn't the officers just shoot it then? Okay, well... First of all, uh, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, cops don't aren't supposed to just take their guns out and start firing them off uh, left and right, yeah, especially you know, into a building. I mean, if it wasn't a thing like around a building. Well, you know, here's the other thing. You know, it's it's easy to say, well, why don't a, uh, a cop just shoot at it? Yeah. Well, you got to get close to it. Yeah. Okay, but you can't get close to it. So now you're shooting at something where a bullet could ricochet off the off the ground. Uh, you know, you know, like pierce the raccoon's little furry head, uh, ricochet off the ground and hit somebody inadvertently. Yeah. Someone, someone innocent. It's like it's not safe necessarily to be shooting at furry woodland creatures in downtown Springfield. 
Cheryl Coakley Rivera is now filing a complaint to get to investigate this incident. You know, there are so many different problems that are going on with this city. Apparently, this is at the forefront of it. You're not, mm. not worried about dirt bikes riding around the city doing wheelies in the, on Main Street through the center of downtown, uh, zigzagging in throughout traffic dangerously and waiting to get hit and killed. Yeah. What about the uh, or the guy that uh, has you know five gun charges yet still is walking around on the street after his latest arrest? What about the water main break on Dickinson Street on Tuesday night? You got people in Longmeadow unable to wash their ass because of it. Oh, it's uh, it's five feet high and rising over there in Longmeadow now. Sure yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the streets are flooded. Because we haven't had any update whether or not the thing has been repaired or not. Well, that's, and that that's was from a, Tuesday night. But clearly, there are other yeah. issues within the city that probably are a little bit more important than whether B.J. Calvi got into his car and backed up over a rodent. Because it sounds like, to me, on the surface, it sounds like Cheryl Coakley Rivera has some beef with the fire department. That, or, or just, I just, I just don't understand. We, he, the, it might not have been the best way. But he took care of something that could have caused potential problems elsewhere. You know what I mean? If, 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 the, Don, mayor, the mayor said it himself. You're damned if you do, and yeah. you're damned if you don't. And, if he did nothing, then and and the, the raccoon bit somebody, yeah. and someone came down with a case of rabies, a yeah. painful, possibly deadly case of rabies, then we'd be screaming and yelling, why doesn't B.J. Calvi do something? He was right there. And, you know, and the problem is with the cops shooting the raccoon, they then have to offer mouth-to-mouth to resuscitate the raccoon. If they ever shoot a suspect, that's what they have to do. They have to provide it medical assistance. Yeah. So then you're bringing this rabid uh, raccoon back to life. Then you got a like, you got a cop with like rabies in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many other cops is he foaming at the mouth? Yeah, a few, but I've, but that's usually when they're off duty. <laughs> right. Well, that that's from the that's from the draft. And by and you're not talking the military draft. No, no. no or or, no. or the, thi- or, the or the 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 wind that's coming underneath the doorway into the firehouse. Listen, yeah. I have seen plenty of cops foaming in the mouth at the alehouse at O'Brien's Corner. I could go on forever. Uh, you know, and as much as we make fun of BJ Calvi and Droopy Dog over there, they made the right decision. Of course it, they it, did. It's, it's it's like they they took care of something that was dangerous to the community. And it should be put to rest. I don't under. I don't even know. It, it almost makes me think that the story even came out because somebody wanted everybody to know that this happened. That remember that story we read the other day, the first time it was Monday, I believe. Yeah, that it was Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday. But it the, the story was only like two paragraphs long. It didn't give any other details about this thing. It was almost. Just a story released to invoke rage from other people. You know, I'm always surprised by what attracts sudden outrage and what doesn't. Yeah. I mean, listen, Cheryl Coakley Rivera has been, uh, you know, involved in politics for for years and years and years. She's been uh, she's been the writer of deeds for a number of years as well. I got no problem with Cheryl, but you know, the the fact of the matter is, this really is not. A hot button topic it for really most people in Springfield. Uh, you know, guns in the streets. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, you, 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 people committing crimes after being let out on bail. Uh, you know, the drugs. You know, that kind of thing. You know, dirt bikes on the street. Those are the kinds of things that people in Springfield are kind of uh, hot under the collar for. Yeah. 
A rabid raccoon on Worthington Street poses a public safety threat because rabies is not like a cold. It doesn't just go away on its own. I mean, you you need, like, treatment, painful, long-term treatment. And to her point, uh, you don't know if it has rabies. But, you know, she's looking for the body of the raccoon now. Are you... What what planet do we live on? You're going to... Do an autopsy, or what do they call that? Uh, what do they call that on the animal? Uh, Not an autopsy. It's a necropsy. Necrop. I don't even I don't know, know what it is. The, the, the thing with animal topsy. Animal topsy. Yes, a, a, a raccoon topsy. <laughs> yeah, yes. This is what you want. You want to get te- the animal to fine test the animal but then now they say they can't find the body it's you know and she's making well, i'm it sure into someone like from dpw picked it up with a shovel and threw it in the woods somewhere yeah. maybe it's uh maybe it's in the connecticut river you know what i mean yeah right maybe, maybe it's down there maybe it's floating away rabies uh, being put into our drinking water well it's all flown down to connecticut so yeah, that's yeah we don't care what once it reaches past the uh, long metal line we <laughs> certainly we certainly didn't care yeah, we were dumping probably. hundreds of hundreds of thousands of gallons worth of raw sewage into it but not only did they have a veterinarian chime in on this saying hey look this is uh, this is not the way that you handle this thing and to try to put a loop around its neck to try to to try to trap it it's not safe it needs to be taken out and then there's also a medical doctor that chimed in yeah and the doctor saw the rabid uh, raccoon says rabid you met your match rabbit said that's only a stretch <laughs> but i'll be better i'll be better doctor as soon as i am able that's how that's how that went. It's uh, seven twenty four. No, 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 you got to finish the letters. Oh, then, that's right. Have... I forgot the second yeah, part. Yeah. Letter from a listener's day. Seven twenty four on Rock one hundred two. Is the power out in Hadley? Are there road closings in Westfield? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. 731. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Family Dollar. Hop on over to the Family Dollar for everything Easter this year, like candles, decor, and more. Only at Family Dollar, helping you to do more. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. And you know, uh, with this raccoon story being the thing that has uh, being the biggest division of people uh, throughout <laughs> Western Massachusetts, right? There is one thing that can bring us together, and that is food and good times. Oh yes. Uh, one of the most popular restaurants in Western Mass that closed several years ago will be revived for one day this weekend in South Hadley. Do you remember the Hookie Lao? Never heard of it. Yeah. Who the, owned that? The uh, pr- this, uh, this is that kid Matt Price over from uh, Western Mass News. Yes. Hey, there was a place. Uh, people used to go to it. It was crazy. I think he was five years old when it shut down. Probably. The Polynesian-themed uh, restaurant was a staple in Western Massachusetts and served the public some good Chinese-American cuisine. We did egg rolls, General's chicken, beef and broccoli, all that good stuff, said Nate Yee, uh, director of hospitality with Bean Restaurant Group. Kind of where we grew up and we got our start. Uh, Certainly sentimental to my whole family and certainly to the community. Founded in 1965 by Johnny Yee, Hukilau was a well-known landmark that was located on Memorial Drive in Chicopee before closing in 2018. It was a community place that had also had special guests perform, including Adam Sandler, Gabriel Iglesias, and even Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Shut up. Who loves you, pretty baby? Who loves you? 
Who's going to make it through the night? Break you through the night. Uh, Johnny's grandson, Nate Yee, uh, told Western Mass News that shutting down was both sad for his family and the general public. But on Saturday at the restaurant named after his grandfather, Johnny's Bar and Grill in South Hadley, they will revive Hukilau for one day only. Uh, it actually came from our managers here. We kind of done Hukilau spinoffs here before, not this past New Year's, but the New Year's before we did poo-poo platters that we sold out in probably about two hours. So obviously we knew the demand was there, and we just thought it would be a great idea to get the community back involved and have a good night, uh, added Yee. The uh, egg rolls, spare ribs, beef and broccoli, golden fingers, crab rangoon, fried rice, and lo mein will make their return. This is wonderful. While there will be a sampling of the Hukilau menu as well as some drink specials, pizzas will still be served from the regular Johnny's menu. Yee told Western Mass News it means so much reviving a place that was close to him and his family. This is uh, this is good news. I, li- I like uh, seeing things like what this. What about the, the scorpion bowls? Are they be, uh, making scorpion bowls for people? Well, that's uh, what some of the drink specials might be. I don't know that uh, per se, but I'm guessing. Uh, why wouldn't you bring that back? You know, I remember having a conversation with uh, with uh, Andy E. God yeah. bless his beautiful soul. I'm going to miss that guy. Uh, about, uh, about the scorpion bowl uh glasses remember those like the the big giant things they would mix the scorpion bowls in yeah those big giant things yeah they had like a bunch saved up when they closed the hukilau that they never did anything with they're just sitting there collecting dust and i was trying to negotiate getting one of those scorpion bowl things for myself and using it for like a you know like a you know mixing drinks in my own home like a chocolate milk or coffee oh yeah yeah, you know, uh, I stuff like, I love. Yeah, the stuff, your coffee. But drinking it scorpion bowl style. I like that idea. Yeah, like I get really long straws and my wife and I can sit there drinking uh, like yeah. a chocolate milk together. I remember getting hammered there. Uh, it was like a it was like a Westfield State College week where they took all the seniors mm-hmm. uh, to, to one of the Hawaiian shows. Oh, I know. And then uh, we all got hammered on uh, scorpion bowl. Actually, I was the guy that was going around giving people a couple of bucks so I could just have the 151 rum that was in the middle of their scorpion bowl. Yeah, I love How that. How many of these can Nagel do? <laughs> Apparently six. <laughs> There's just something yeah. about saying poo-poo for two, please, which just, uh, yeah. it's like poetry. Uh, so there you go, Johnny's uh, Barn Grill up in uh, South Island. Oh, that's great. A uh, Chickabee man was arrested on Tuesday. Afternoon. After recklessly driving on a dirt bike, almost causing several accidents in Springfield. According to Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Walsh, at 5.55 p.m. on Tuesday, officers were sent to reports of dirt bike riders who were driving erratically and harassing drivers, which could have led to injuries or death. Wasn't that uh, Marshall Tucker? Not going to let him catch, you know? Not going <sighs> to let him catch the dirt bike rider? No, that's, uh, that's the Almond Brothers. Oh, yeah, well... Marshall Tucker did that, too. That, that was their version of it. Gotcha. I didn't know they did that one. Officers then saw four dirt bikers riding recklessly around Main Street and Watson Avenue. A driver of a tractor trailer had to quickly hit the brakes to avoid crashing into one of the dirt bikers. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a very safe truck driver. I would have just... Oopsies. You would have got him with an open door. You don't even need to get him with an open door. You're, it's a tractor trailer. <laughs> My Peter built so big, you need 18 wheels to carry it. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. 
Three out of the uh, four dirt bikers swerved around the tracker tractor trailer. The other dirt bike rider hit a curb and fell off the bike. Oh, that's that's too bad. Officers were able to catch up with the dirt biker, who was later identified as 18-year-old Aiden Stone of Chicopee, who looks agent Aiden Stoned. Yeah, a little picture. bit. Stone attempted to get back on the bike before deciding to run away on foot. After a chase, Stone stopped running and surrendered to police, where officers seized his dirt bike. Aiden Stone was arrested and charged with operating a snow or recreational vehicle on a public way, reckless operation, yada, 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 resisting arrest, and all that other good stuff. He looks like the kind of guy who wouldn't run very far. Well, Steve, again, you, you don't want to judge a book by its cover. I mean, that's just a, you know. To make it maybe an unfortunate mugshot, not exactly like the uh, Olin Mills glamour shot that you'd be hoping for. No, but it's uh, it it almost feels like uh, Dean Warmer should be stepping in, going fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through riding through life, son. <laughs> or yeah. or riding through Springfield. That's true too. Uh, heavy winds uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning brought down utility poles and wires in several mass Western Mass communities, including Springfield. The 22 News crew captured video of downed branches and wires on Jewett Street in the city's 16 acres neighborhood. Mm. Uh, overall, power outages in Springfield were fairly light, with less than 1% of the city uh, without power as of 6 a.m. I was worried that the power was going to go out last night, but it didn't. It stayed on. Yeah, we, it we didn't flickered. We didn't lose any power, but uh, that I'm aware of. But I saw a lot of debris on the street. Well, uh, coming to work today. De- Debris is uh, something that you got to watch out for. She, I know. She's a nasty lady, that Debris. Well, you know, it's a uh, it's garbage pickup day, and it's also a, re- a recycling week. So you had, you know, buckets strewn uh, all over the place. I dated a woman named Debris who had a tattoo on her rear end that said DNA dumpster. You should have held on to that girl. Yeah, refuse. <laughs> I refuse to be with her. <laughs> Thousands of customers across the region remained without power this morning with some of the most significant outages in Hampshire and Franklin counties. Uh, like I said, uh, it only flickered at my house last night. So uh, that was good. I, I, I hate being without the power. I don't like it either. You know what? Uh, thank God that things like cell phones, uh, you know, just they, they set their own time. I hate having to reset the time at a microwave or uh, on a stove or my coffee machines. What a pain in the ass that is. You know how hard that is to do? When you got to do all all, all of them at once, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Uh, An East Longmeadow man has been arraigned for the murder of a Westfield man in Springfield on Monday afternoon. 25-year-old Tyrese Amaro of East Longmeadow has been identified as the suspect in the Bay Street shooting. He was arraigned Wednesday for the charges of murder and discharging a firearm within 500 feet of the building. Amaro has pleaded not guilty and will be held without bail. He's due back in court in May. Uh, Springfield police were called to the 700 block of Bay Street around 3.55 p.m. on Monday for reports of shots fired and a gunshot victim. When officers arrived, 23-year-old Anthony Goss of Westfield was found dead from a gunshot wound. During an investigation into the shooting, officers located Amaro inside of a vehicle on Columbia Terrace. Police seized three firearms from a backpack in his possession. He was charged on Monday for six firearms-related charges. The Springfield Police and the Hamden DA's office are investigating the incident. If you have any information, you're asked to call them, or you can uh, anonymously uh, text a tip. Which, 
is it really anonymous when you when you're texting something that? Well, I mean, I, I mean, think... we, we can find out who people are just by doing a phone number search. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you were to call or text the Route Ten Tire listener line at four one three two nine three one zero two one, your phone number shows up. We could track you if we really wanted to. You know, if you're causing problems and stuff, yeah, sending we... us pictures of pee-pees and wee wees and yeah, you know, all kinds of disgusting stuff. I wasn't uh, upset about that. <laughs> I wasn't the one that got offended by that. Remember, it was the girl upstairs who got I, offended I, by I, that. I know, I know. I, uh, you know. Uh... Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, if you want to look cool, you got to act like you just don't care. Okay. Okay. Zara is now selling women's jeans that look like they've been balled up in the corner of your bedroom for a month. Why don't you just wear the jeans that are balled up in the corner of your bedroom for a month? Because uh, why would you? Why, uh, otherwise, this company wouldn't be able to make seventy dollars off of you. Seventy dollars. Yeah, yeah. There's some. There, it's called the wrinkle effect jeans. I never understood that. You know, the, the chicks wear the jeans with the holes in them. Yeah, you're paying like high prices for these designer jeans that you could have easily done that yourself. Just take a regular pair of Levi's and start rubbing a stone on it until it uh, until it fades away. You know, I had a uh, I had a haircut the other day, <sighs> and uh, what about the rest of them? Hey, now. I had a haircut the other day, and uh, I'm sitting here at work, minding my own business. I was you know, supposed to have like a you know, like a ten thirty haircut, mm-hmm. and uh, I noticed somehow that I had blown the crotch out of my jeans. You blown the crotch? Yeah. yeah, I had a big giant hole in the crotch of my jeans. I got like 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 you know, there's so much going on down there, just like 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 old faithful. It was like a like a like a geyser of of crotch. Anyway, I felt I couldn't just go to a barber shop and sit there, yeah, you know, with my yeah, with my business hanging out. Well, it so, worked for Larry David uh, when he was trying to convince the the golf club owner to keep him uh, in the club. Yeah, see, but I didn't want something that was going to be distracting to the person cutting my hair. You know, she's a nice lady; she yeah. shouldn't have to uh, view that stuff. So I had to go home quickly. I mean, I I you, I gunned it home to change my pants to go get my hair cut. You see, what day was that? Uh, it was like two days ago. That would be Tuesday. Yes. Okay. We had uh, been thrown out some times where we had to go record this video for Business West because we are difference makers. Yeah, right. And when uh, Aaron upstairs sent out an email saying, hey, which of these times can you and can you not make? Now, I'm the type of person... Uh, you know, who has to worry about picking up kids from school and mm-hmm. things like that. So my ideal time would have been the 10.30 or 11 o'clock on, Monday, or on Tuesday morning. Right. And uh, you responded before I could, and you said, well, I can't do that on Tuesday. We'll have to do it Wednesday. And then here I am going, all right, well, if that's the only time he can do and that's the only time they can do, I guess I'll have to do it Wednesday afternoon. So I made arrangements yeah, yeah. Uh, for my, my child, right. for both of my children, uh-huh. uh, how they would be getting home and all of that stuff. And I thought, like, you had some sort of, like, important family thing to do, but in, in essence, you just had a haircut to get? Steve. 
You're you're not uh, you're you're assuming too much. You're assuming that the only thing I had going on yeah. on that day was a haircut. But I can assure you, I had another couple of things going on like that what? day. I had an interview to do. Which what time be, was that? That was like at uh, at one. Okay, which was one of the options at that time. I but couldn't also do. So ten thirty was an option too. I, right. And I had what a couple were of you things. Doing? Getting a hair. I, Go oh, home. I had to go home and get pants. To get get a new new pants because I bursted a hole through the crotch, and then I had to get a haircut. You know what? The next time you uh, decide to change the time on something because of an inconvenience, yeah. You know, if you if you had said something, hey, my wife needs me to go do something for her, I would be like, bro, I was married. I get that. God bless you, because you don't want the wrath of the wife <coughs> for not doing something that she asked you to. Yeah. If you if it was any number, I have a doctor's appointment. That's all you had to say. I have a doctor's appointment. But since you didn't say what you were doing, I assumed it was very important. Steve. And now I'm just dis- through discovery. Had I go okay, all right. So okay, listen to me now. Yeah. Had we done what you wanted me to do, and you and I went to this video shoot. Yeah. Okay. On uh-huh. on Tuesday morning. Yeah. I would have done this video shoot. With a gigantic hole in the pants of my cr- and you know the, what? the you crotch of a, my pants. You put the Rock 102 sweatshirt over the pants and nobody gets to see it. I had all the business and hanging they didn't out. Even, they, we did the shoot yesterday and the guy didn't take pictures of our crotches. He I don't taking, know. I don't know that. I don't think he's the kind of guy that would take pictures of our crotches. And you know what? It was it was a headshot up. It was boob up. Okay, but you know what? Yeah. My crotch looked terrific but, yesterday, yeah. and that was fine. Had I been yeah. wearing a pair of yeah. pants with with everything hanging out because I blew out the crotch, yeah. the only thing anybody would have, would have seen would have been the crotch. And I bar- guarantee you, yeah. if that had been the case, they would have zoomed out the camera yeah. to expose my crotch to yeah. uh, uh, for that video, which they would show at this Business West uh, you, you think where you then grab the crotch and go who's a difference maker now that's huh? what i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know you're what? Not understanding that no you're you're full of shiznit and it's making me mad because i, I rearranged my schedule and my important time steve if i tell you i'm too yeah. I, I got other things going on that day i'm under no obligation to tell you what those things are i had a, i had a haircut in an interview that was going to take up a, a good deal of my a day haircut and an interview that was th- three hours later than the first six Suggested time. Yeah, but I, I, you could have I, rescheduled the haircut. That's my point. Oh, geez, it's always about what, what's convenient for you. No, I'm talking about. It's like triage. You go to the ER. If you're gushing blood out of your arm, they're going to be like, "This guy goes first, but the guy with the sinus infection can wait here for 19 more hours." All right. You know what, Steve? <laughs> the next time you and I are scheduled to do something after the show. I will uh, I will give you my entire itinerary, and we can discuss in detail what I should do and what I shouldn't do so that you are less inconvenienced. Who do you think is right? At the Root Entire Listener Line at 413-293-1021. You can text in. What's your best blown-out crotch story? And you know what? Save You can save some of your comments for open lines because we're going to be... <laughs> You're going to be doing that after 8 o'clock. Perfect. A haircut. You a went haircut. to go get a freaking haircut. All right, but it's Are a good, you, you got to admit, it's a good cut. 
It's not a good cut. It's a terrific cut. She it did a terrific job. It would have been better had she had time to rest oh, and rest up, and she could have done it yesterday afternoon. And right. where were we? And how long did that whole thing take? Less than five minutes. That whole thing took less than five minutes. Yeah. I rearranged my entire afternoon schedule, arranged transportation for my beautiful children who had to get home. And here you are. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Am I drunk? I'm, I'm sorry. Do you have somewhere to be right now? No, I have nowhere. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have I, some nails to get done? Uh, apparently. Huh? apparently yeah. I, you have a gynecology appointment? No, because that's I apparently don't. what you're doing. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, windy this morning, but that's going to die down. And um, someone's going to have to grab me some huggies because a lot of uh, like a crying baby in this room right now. Yeah, huggies. You're full of it. You're yeah, f- right. You were wearing huggies the other day when you responded to that message, making it sound like you had something really important to do. Yeah, I want to get my hair done. I could just, I could just see her behind you, like <sighs> Bugs Bunny and that monster thing, going, "My hair monsters lead an interesting lifestyle." Uh, then welcome. again, I see all the hair coming out of you. She probably needed a weed whacker. Let me welcome to my shop. Let me yeah. cut your mop. <laughs> Listen, with all that hair you got on your head, you could have gotten a deal at Rocky's Ace Hardware with a head trimmer well, and trimmed you're probably all those right. hairs off. You're probably thing. right. Listen, it's uh, I'm done. It's 25 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Hi-ya! Boston. It's 7:53. <laughs> With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. I just gave you the forecast, but I want to get into uh, the, the. Here's the audio from Bax's haircut the other day. Uh-oh. Think fast, baby. My stars. Where did you ever get that awful hairdo? It doesn't become you at all. Here, for goodness sake. Let me fix it up. Look how stringy and messy it is. What a shame. Such an interesting monster, too. <laughs> My stars, if an interesting monster can't have an interesting hairdo, then I don't know what things are coming to. In my business, you meet so many interesting people. <laughs> Bobby pins, please. But the most interesting ones are the monsters. Oh, dear, that'll never stay. We'll just have to have a permanent. <laughs> All right, and it goes. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Stuff, but uh, but then I find the the, the one I had uh, mentioned the, from the uh, the Rabbit of Seville. Yeah, this I listen one of my favorite parts. Welcome to my shop. Let me cut your mop. Let me shave your crop. Dinkily, dinkily. Hey you, don't look so perplexed. Why must you be next? Can't you see you're next? Yes, you're next. I love that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there you that, go. That's uh, you when your uh, your priorities. <sighs> Listen, I got lots of priorities, Steve. Like yeah. uh, the fact that today is a Thunderbird Thursday. Oh yes, yeah. Somebody was trying to call, and I'm like, you got to wait for us to tell yeah, you. To call. Like, yeah, you can't just call out of the out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, it is a Thunderbird Thursday. Uh, we are giving away a prize pack that includes four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and four seats on the glass to Saturday Springfield Thunderbirds uh, hockey game with the Laval Rocket. It's Thunderbird Thursday, 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Wins all of that stuff. So yes. good luck to you. And it'll be a better excuse than going to get a haircut for uh, rearranging your schedule no, this I weekend. I, I don't know what your problem is. I'd much rather go to a Thunderbirds game than uh, do a video shoot or a haircut with you. 
Uh, open line Thursday coming up moments from now. Yeah. Bax and Nagel at Rockwood. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know me. I'm not the sort of guy who's going to drag my dirty laundry out in public for everybody to take a whiff, nor am I the sort of guy who's going to rifle through somebody else's dirty laundry. Why not? I think it's mostly due to my aversion towards dirty laundry. I'm also the sort of fellow that prefers to take the high road on at least 71% of the things that I'm aware of. So when the day finally comes that I am no longer employed here at Rock 102, whether it be at the point of retirement exactly 2,754 days away from today or by a sudden hostile overthrow, you won't find me going to the media or to the competition to talk about the laundry. Sadly, not everybody operates under the same high level of professionalism or integrity that I do. Some people are just backstabbing trash. For example, look at wide receiver McCole Hardman of the Kansas City Chiefs. In March of last year, Hardman left the Chiefs and signed a free agent contract with the New York Jets. Unfortunately, his relationship with the Jets quickly soured due to a lack of playing time, which yielded only a single catch in just six games. In October, he was traded back to the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for a seventh-round draft pick, where he would eventually score the game-winning touchdown the Super Bowl. Recently, though, it's been reported that there's a strong concern that Hardman may have leaked information about the Jets to not only the Kansas City Chiefs, but to the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Inside information that would typically be seen as proprietary and off-limits, especially if it's shared with teams of which he does not play for. This would be like if Ronald McDonald went to Burger King and shared all their top secrets like what's in that special sauce or how to make a shamrock shake or what makes their fries so damn delicious. That's the sort of top secret information we're talking about here. This isn't just the meaningless stuff like where the Jets keep their office supplies. This is about the sharing of private competitive information with other teams. And if it's true, it could potentially lead to big problems like a tersely written letter from the league office threatening a public rebuke. Is that what McCall Hardman is looking for? I would certainly hope not. I suppose time will tell. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Have you checked your furnace filters yet? Well, you probably should. And go to Rocky's. Get fresh filters. Buy two, get one free. Good for your furnace and good for you. A good deal right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want. Selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.08 in ACDC with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, windy uh, dying down, uh, but it's going to be sunny and cold today with a high of 33. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Aaron Moran Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Line Thursday! 293-1021. That's the phone number for Open Line Thursday. For those of you who are not aware of this bit, let me just uh, explain some of the rules to you. Uh, no foul language. 
No hate speech. Nothing cancelable. And try not to be too much of an idiot. We're already getting a text on the Route 10 Tire listener line. Oh, yeah. uh, Saying, Steve, you sound like a disgruntled wife right now. Uh, Did you have a scorpion bowl for breakfast yourself? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the uh, the ones, uh, the great lines of comedy we can't say on the show today, which is too bad because it's clearly the funniest thing that happened. All right, let's uh, go to the phones and see what we got here. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello? All right. Thanks for the call this morning. Appreciate it. Very good. Oh, there we go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Kayla and her son, Bradley. Hey, what's up? up? Kayla and Bradley. Hi. We were hoping to win the Thunderbird tickets. I don't know if I'm calling at the right time. Well, you see, let's see. Uh, We gave those away at 7.50. Fifty. It's eight oh nine now. We've taken the tenth oh, caller. Yeah. We don't. We don't count that slow. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, your caller nine hundred and four. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, which which is way which is way past the uh, the winning uh, number. <laughs> all right, but thanks for calling to both of you. Thank you. Have a good one. All, all right. right. Always happy to disappoint people on the air. Uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? You talking to me? Hey, hey now up? we're talking. What's going on? Hey, well, I'd like to give a shout out since it's a shout out Thursday here. Hey, uh, we got a guy over here at Westfield State, twenty-four year sentence, working here, and he's retiring today. Uh. His name's Brian. So Brian's been a great guy in the grounds department. I just want to give a shout out for he made it. Wow! Monitors off. Congratulations to Brian. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you guys do an awesome job. I nah, so, appreciate right. it, pal. Thank, Thank you. you very much. I'm just throwing that shameless plug. Hey, where can I get a meal for 20 bucks in the show? Uh, nowhere right now. Uh, we're we'll, just on hiatus for yeah, a couple we'll, of weeks. Well, we'll let you know yeah. what happens. Okay. All right. Not- Thank you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Tim from Westside. I'm sorry, what? This is Tim from Westside. Hey, Tim, what's up? Not much. I just want to give a shout out to my buddy Mike from Tickley Glass. I want to say congratulations on uh, getting married and all that, and I hope you guys have a nice day. Chickabee grass? Is that what you said? Chickabee grass. Chickpea glass. Oh, glass. 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 I was like, oh, I thought it was yeah, like a you're, landscaper. You're, you're your, phone, your phone connection sounds like yeah. you're talking through like a, I don't know, like a, like a bank tube or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what my phone looks like. <laughs> yeah, all right. There okay. you go. Thank you very much for the call. Okay. Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, this is uh, Tom Bowler from Beaton Hills. Hey, what's going on? In a perfect world, they would bring back John O'Brien to take over for Dave Coombs. So he could wave to two happy faces every morning. All right. Well, I'll talk to management about that and see what the possibilities of that might be. Thanks for the call. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, boys. It's Vince the Plumber. Ah, hey, there we go. Finally, a friendly voice. And by the way, yeah, somebody's talking definitely. crap about Plimpton over there. Oh, I know. I heard that. I'm like, come on, man. Every every supply house is good. Everybody's great. You know what I mean? So come on. Hey, uh, I texted you guys on the uh, the Rock 102 uh, listener line from uh, you know whatever tire place. Yeah. Uh, the other day, you guys were talking about the maple syrup. It's 50 gallons of the raw stuff to the make sap. one gallon. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that yeah. that's too much work. 
that is way too much work and way too much like I mean the profit margin it's got to be nothing on that people yeah. come over to my house and suggest that I do these hobbies and uh, when I find out how much is involved in the hobby because on the surface it sounds cool yeah but then when you have to re- you realize you're boiling sap for hours on end to get one little gallon out of what'd you say how many like 50. 50 gallons that's crazy 50 to one bro it's it's unreal yeah yeah that's unbelievable that's that's way too much work yep yeah. so, all that's right a, that was it uh shout outs real quick just yeah. shout outs to my boys over at plimpton and hills uh-huh. uh fw web springfield plumbing my buddy Jose over at uh, Granite Group. I mean, everybody, man, everybody. All right, Vince, we appreciate it. Thank yeah, you very right, much. Have a good one. All Bob. right, there you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. It's uh, Big Al from Agawam. Hey, What's Big up, Al. Al. Hey, I heard it's uh, Dave Coombs, uh, 993. I heard it's his last day tomorrow. Yes. Actually, Hallelujah. First round is on me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, please. Praise Jesus. All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Rocky Raccoon. Hey, Rocky. What's up? Hey, we're just, I want to know if uh, next time I get uh, caught up into some uh, some of that their, uh, bad news with some firefighters, I wonder if Miss Coakley can come down and take care of her herself. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you'll have to ask her. I'm sure she's got, she's in the book. She's the raccoon whisperer. She's going <laughs> to talk the raccoon into a silent sleep. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Billy Bob from Bay State. How are you guys today? Good, Good Billy. Hey, I just want to let you guys know you guys are doing a great job today. You made me laugh today. It was a great show. Keep up the good work, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? All, All right, right, Billy. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you very All right, much. Take it easy. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is John. Hey, John. What's up? Hey, what's up? Can I get a shout out? Sure. So, my boy Barry, my cockner. <laughs> Barry. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Gary from Sunderland. How are you? Good, good, Gary. What's up? So, today's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. How old are you turning? I am turning 15 years old today. I'm what? a lifelong <laughs> So, in other words, uh, so leap year is your birthday, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Born born uh, February 29th, 1964, 4:07 a.m. in Green uh, Franklin Hospital up in Greenfield. Oh, how about oh, that's a that's a that's a nice little hospital up there. Well, I yeah. I I hope you make it for another 14 more leap years. Well, yeah, you know, I, I do. I, I got a couple of leap year jokes for you if you want them. They're clean. All right. Okay. Let's go. All right. So check it out. So um, one, I always wanted to get married on leap day, so that way I only have to remember my anniversary once every four years. Zing! Papa! Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Um, did you know that in Ireland, um, women are allowed to propose to a guy on leap year, and if he says no... He's supposed to buy her either a silk gown or a fur coat. Really? Uh-huh. And I'm glad I don't live in Ireland. <laughs> ah, yeah! Zinger! All right, is that it? Yeah, yeah all right. All yeah. right, here's a good one. All right. All right, last one. I'll let you go. Finish strong um, now. So I, what's up? Finish strong now. All right. So I really think that, that uh, follow, I mean, uh, Leap Day should actually be moved to October 31st, Halloween. You know why? Why? 
because it's kind of like my dating life. You get one day of having a great time, and then you get ghosted for 30 years. Oh, boy. There you go. Wow, this guy's on fire. Warning track power over there. All right, thank you. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, what's up? This is uh, Ryan D, Big Ryan D. Hey, Big Ryan, what's up? Hey, I'm out here in Windsor Locks chasing UFOs. You got to come see them. You're out chasing UFOs, like right now. Yeah, they're out here. You got to come see them. All right. Okay. What? Uh, I didn't know there was an influx of uh, UFOs down there. It's it's uh, it's out of hand. It's, you got, it's crazy. Are they, are they shaped like planes? Yeah, they're shaped like hot dogs, really. I've seen triangle ones, hot dogs, all that. <laughs> mm. I, I believe there, you may be near the airport. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, yeah. they only come out at night, really. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, very all right, good. Well, thanks uh, for the uh, call. Now go back into the. Now go back into the dispensary and finish yeah. your purchase. Uh, I think all these people have been bitten by a rabid raccoon. One oh two. Good morning. Is this? Hey, hi. It's Eric from Newington. Hey, what's, what's going on? Hey, I was just wondering when's the next time you guys going to have that comedian from Maine who's always talking about the real rip eyes. He's going oh, to have oh, yeah. Bob, Bob Marley. Marley. Uh, we'll probably have him on. Usually once a quarter, we usually get him on the uh, show. Yeah. He's a very busy guy. He's he's, uh, he's, he's loaded up on uh, on a, on a bunch yeah. of uh, shows lately. Uh, out of the area, somewhere in the area, but he's, he's been real, real busy. So we'll get him back. Don't worry. He's pretty funny. How about uh, Lisa Lampanelli, that hump? She's really not doing stand-up right now. She's doing like a she's doing a lot of other, other things, but she's not doing doing stand up. She's acting. Yeah, she's kind of uh, in retirement, sort of. Oh shit! Good for her. Anybody gets out of a rat race, God bless them. That's right. I go. totally agree. All right, appreciate the call. Thank you. Yep. Bye. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, you talking to me? Hey, what's going on? It's George from Agawam. Miss uh, a couple of things. You know, when Pat Kelly advertises your show in the afternoon. There is a distinct lack of enthusiasm in his voice. I just don't understand that. You guys are you put on a great show. What what's going on there? Uh, well, he's just uh, yeah, he's doing what he's told to do. <laughs> yeah, there, there, these are little papers in the studio that we got to read off of every once in a while. It tells you, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, uh, Bax and Nagel are great show to listen to. Uh, I mean, yeah, download Pat's, their podcast. Pat's just trying to really get through his day. That's that's all. Yeah, you can, yeah. We can expect. All right, and I'd just like to uh, give a shout-out to my uh, wife's cousin, Natalie. Uh, today is her sixth birthday. Oh, happy birthday, birthday, Natalie. Yeah, and uh, that's it. Keep up the good work, guys. I love listening to you every morning. Oh, thank, thank you. Right, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. All right, let's uh, take, right. A, take another one here. Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, what's up? It's Joey. What's, what's up, Joey? Joey? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? Good. I wanted, to, I wanted to call and give a shout-out. To my lady down in West Hartford. Okay. She's working hard, working around the clock, and she's a busy girl. She's a business lady, and she just she hustles. And you can't forget about the guys up at the Forest Casket Company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. She she, she works hard for the money. Is what so hard for it, honey? That's right. She that's works right. hard for the money. You better treat her right. You know that's right. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. Well, well, you well thank you. Okay. Have a good day. All right. Let's take uh, one more. See if we can go out on a winner here. Oh. Nuts. Uh, let's try this. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Pepper. What's up, Pepper? How you doing? Good. What's up? Hey, this, is Steve. this is for Steve Nagel. Okay. You were, talking about a, you were talking about a town in New York called Coxsackie, right? Yeah, yeah. Coxsackie, New York. 
Yeah, right above it, right right next to it, is another town called Chittenango. Chittenango, yeah. Chittenango. Yeah, yeah Chittenango, right. yeah. Okay? I believe Pennsylvania's it's... Got a, Pennsylvania's got this beat, okay? I'm a long-distance truck driver. One day I was going through eastern Pennsylvania, and I come across the town called Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. I was tired. I pulled into a parking lot to go to sleep for the night, and there was a small building. And when I woke up the next morning, I'm looking at a sign called the Blue Ball Bank. Yeah, all (laughs) right. Blue Ball Bank, Intercourse, Pennsylvania. (laughs) That's all from me. Have a good day, guys. Listen, just stay away from my anus, Connecticut, yeah, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You right. wind up in a stink ditch down well, there. And it's yeah. this to Riley. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right. Well, that's okay. That was okay yeah. there. Got a little, uh, little touch and go there for yeah. a minute, but we're doing fine. We're doing great. Day 22 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Eight in the clash with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Don Moore has the forecast for you. Uh, tomorrow, I'm not going to be here. I got uh, loads of other personal things to do. Oh, uh, you're going to get a haircut again? Or maybe your nails done? No, no, Hoser. but I'm taking uh, some personal time. That is none of your damn beeswax. Actually, I know what you're doing, and that's ex- an acceptable excuse. Yeah, sure. A- a- you know, you told me what you're doing. Uh, that's perfectly acceptable. It's a personal excuse. That's okay, but to uh, to poo-poo on some other appointment because you have a haircut to get to that could be rescheduled any number of other times that that woman is available. Well, uh, listen, uh, she she does she gives a good cut, and uh, you know you you sometimes you just got to grab the available appointment. That's what you got to do. I hope you're happy with your haircut as I had to rearrange my entire schedule to accommodate your uh, nonsense. Oh, boo. You poor little baby. I really did kind of. Did Steve just make a boom boom? All right. That's enough (laughs) out of you. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We have a wind advisory for... 8.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. It's a shame that the the funniest things that have happened this morning cannot go on the air. Do you get canceled for something you say on an OnlyFans page? (laughs) Is that possible? I don't know. Uh, people are dealing with some power outages from the big windstorm last night. Thousands of utility customers across Massachusetts are without power this morning as a strong storm with heavy winds came through the state overnight. According to MEMA, the outage map, more than 18,000 customers were without power at, a fi- at about 5.15 a.m. In Western Mass, a majority of customers in the town of Buckland, Shelburne, Shutesbury, and Wales were in the dark. Aren't they always in the dark? Yeah, I would think so. There was also significant outages in several other towns, including Brimfield, Coleraine, Granby, Hadley, Waitley, and as well as smaller scattered outages in several other communities. Outages were less widespread in central and eastern portions of Mass this morning. Uh, in Great Bar- yeah, They go and they list all the places that... Uh, Southampton, a portion of Glendale Road is closed between Pomeroy Meadow and Cold Spring Road. Mm. Due to a tree across the roadway, broken utility pole, uh, Sturbridge, Hamilton Road is closed. In Ware, 
a portion of Munson Turnpike is closed in the area of number 195 due to trees and wires down. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. The whole like, it's like the whole town's being shut down. Well, I mean, uh, wires usually cut off from uh, from most of civilization anyway. I yeah. was not even aware they had electricity in Ware. Well, Ware has electricity. That's the big city. Wales, I mean, Wales. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wales. But Ware is like the big city for people in Petersham and <laughs> Barry and Uxbridge and all of those other towns was, out there. You wasn't like people from like uh, Petersham going through going through Ware, like looking around all the hustle and bustle that's going on in that town. Whoa, look at all this. Closed department stores. There's nothing but Chinese restaurants and liquor stores that are open now. They must be selling a lot of plywood in this town. You know, what is it like? People like, uh, you know, 50 years from now step back into yesteryear. Oh, you remember when this town was just nothing but Chinese restaurants and liquor stores? I remember that day. I remember the day when the Walmart opened. Now, yeah. Oh, oh, you should have seen the faces on all the kids when the Walmart <laughs> rolled out their prices. <laughs> watch out. Whoa, watch out for the falling prices. <laughs> it was like a meteor storm of falling prices. Yeah, you, know, you know what the funny thing is? L- Lowe's won the battle over, over home improvement shops. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it, know, it came it's, down between the two big box stores, Home Depot and Lowe's, and Lowe's won that battle. We will stake claim to this land. <laughs> there's not a Home Depot within 50 miles of here. Actually, there's one down the street. There is. Yeah. Controversy has, is continuing for some reason over a video uh, that shows a Springfield fire official running over a raccoon that he says was rabid. This situation has caused a lot of anger throughout the state and is now being investigated by the Mass Environmental Police. Throughout, throughout the whole the state, state? The whole what? state's worried about this? What are you talking about? I Usually when I go on uh, the Facebooks, you know, the social medias, yeah. or even, even in the national stage on the, on the Reddit uh, forums and all mm-hmm. that stuff, I haven't seen one person complain other than Cheryl Coakley Rivera about the way this raccoon situation was handled in downtown Springfield. That's the only that's the only naysay I've seen. Yeah, you know, as someone who has lived in the uh, the 508 area code in my life at one point the 617 area code, I can tell you nobody in Boston cares about a raccoon yeah. in Springfield. Nobody. To say this is statewide is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Nobody (laughs) cares in other parts of the state. The uh, situation is, yeah, there was no public safety risk, and you can see it in the video. There were officers there that refused to shoot it. So then you say, why? That's what Cheryl Coakley Rivera, Register of Deeds for Hamden County, and now a concerned citizen, Mm. wants answers. She wasn't that concerned before this. After a controversial video showing a raccoon being run over by Springfield Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvey with a city vehicle who says it was rabid, Coakley Rivera says that Springfield officers and firemen who have come forward to her say that's not the case, and the animal was in fact blind. How do they know that? It had a seeing eye dog. Is that what it was? Well, it had a little stick. And yeah, it a, little, a red, red stick with yeah. a little white end to it. Yeah, but may, maybe uh, B.J. Calvey was thinking, remember that, Remember uh, Ray Walston in, uh, in uh, Johnny Dangerously where he gets hit in the head with a stack of newspapers and all of a sudden he can see again? <laughs> yeah, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. 
Uh, as a uh, let's see, uh, as a resident of downtown Springfield who recently had raccoons hide under the steps from my front door and wander through my backyard where my kids play blocks away from this incident, I want to thank the heroic actions made by the Springfield firefighter who killed a suspected rac- rabid raccoon with his car. While no one wants to see inhumane treatment of an animal, the fire commissioner's decision was to eliminate this threat as quickly as possible while protecting his own safety should be lauded rather than vilified. Uh, Per reports, the firefighter's first attempt to call animal control to humanely control this animal but had to make a potentially life-saving choice when a quick solution could not be found. As a neurologist, this is a doctor, by the way, as a neurologist, I uh, know that rabid animals should be treated like a loaded gun. They are deadly and unpredictable, especially in a highly populated area like downtown Springfield. While some have treatments for rabies, if treatment is not quick enough, the fatality rate is nearly 100% once symptoms appear. Rabies is a painful disorder causing muscle spasms, hallucinations, seizures, birth defects, but not this. Uh, While not only protecting the safety of the community by killing this animal, the public safety officer helped to quickly relieve the immense suffering of a rabid animal. While our government officials should review procedures to see if in the future quicker access to animal control can occur... I thank our hardworking firefighters for protecting the safety of my community and family. That's uh, Dr. Karen Johnson, a downtown Springfield resident. You uh, you can hear us uh, read the mayor's statement by uh, listening to the uh, the daily podcast brought to you by Mark Hunt Ford. They got you back for sale service parts and rentals. Mark Hunt Ford and Holyoke. Look at you, smooth as silk in there. Like just sliding that right in oh, there. I know. Do you want to know what the vet said? What did the vet say? As a veterinarian of 48 years who has dealt with many rabies cases over the years, I am writing in defense of the actions of Fire Commissioner Calvi, his decision to euthanize the probable rabid raccoon by running it over with a vehicle was a quick, effective way to protect the public and relive the suffering of the infected raccoon. The PETA spokesperson was incorrect in stating that veterinarians and humane officials could have put down the animal painlessly. The act of trapping such an animal or getting close enough to hook it with a rabies pole that's how I usually get picked up by the rabies pole. <laughs> uh, would endanger human lives and stress a frightened, suffering animal. The next step to inject this animal would also be problematic, which is why these animals are usually shot from a distance. I believe uh, Bette Midler sang that song. Shot from a distance. No, f- yeah, from a shot from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the other thing is um, you're talking about shooting an animal, you know, in a downtown area. Yeah. If if the if the animal is infected with rabies, the blood is contagious. So I mean, you're talking about maybe spraying yeah. r- raccoon blood all over the place, which is also a public safety problem. Yeah, that's a good point, Bex. Uh, Springfield police also confirmed that the raccoon wasn't deemed an immediate danger to the public. Now, Coakley Rivera wants it to be tested. At the very least, we should investigate, and at the very least, we should have the raccoon. And if you can prove that that raccoon was rabid, then bring it. But if you lied, then you don't want it found. You know what, uh, Cheryl? Here, here's my solution for you. Just take one of those people that was released on a firearms charge walking around Springfield. They'll be happy to unload their firearm uh, while they're on probation. Good point. Yeah, because they know that uh, it's just a slap on the wrist to shoot a rabid raccoon. Would you be outraged if someone on a dirt bike ran over this raccoon? Yeah, what if somebody on a dirt bike got hurt by one of those? Yeah. Yeah, right, you know, yeah. that uh, that tubby that ran away from the Chickabee Police <sighs> Department the other day. Don't she have doesn't she have some deeds to register? 
Apparently, apparently, there's no deeds. There's no deeds in the city of Holmes. No good yeah. deed goes unpunished, except for the ones that Cheryl Rivera is taking care of. Good God! Oh God! What a what a dumb week in news around here. It yeah, it you know? really has been. But it's made for good entertainment for us, long as we're uh, tickled by it. Yeah. Hey, if uh, you work at Bay State and you're expecting a raise, <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> you don't think that's gonna Some happen. Bay State health employees are raising concerns over a recent announcement that they won't be receiving an expected bump in pay in April. A number of Bay State employees contacted 22 News after receiving a memo from the Bay State Health President's Cabinet. I believe that's a memo. I thought it was finding memo. No. We found this memo and it says you're not getting a raise. You're not getting that bump. Right. That bump. That lovely paycheck bump. What you gonna do with all that bump? All that bump inside my truck. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they got a they got a, a mess a memo from that from the president's uh, cabinet uh, notifying them that a pay raise they usually get in April will be delayed. Twenty two News confirmed to the Bay State spokesperson that impacted employees received notice of the change, which is delaying an annual pay increase for qualifying employees for at least a few months. Bay State attributed the decision to budgetary issues in the memo. Uh, employees were memo, whatever, uh, said that the decision was not made lightly. Our plan is to reevaluate our budget performance later this spring with hopes of being able to implement pay increases in July. The memo went on to explain memo, whatever. The uh, Bay State leaders are working to address budget gaps and encouraged employees to bring forward any ideas they have to increase revenue. You know what they should do? Why? They should charge people more money for health care. Yeah, they should. They, You know what? Start gouging these prices. Yeah. You know what? Tylenol, 100 bucks. What's that, a tongue depressor? That's going to be at least $75. I like, uh, yeah. Can you suggest ways where we can raise money? Well, Cheryl Cochler Rivera has a plan for everybody to get rabies and get treated in the emergency room. That's revenue right there. That's working hard for the city. That's what I'm talking about. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be going to be mostly sunny with a high of 33. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Duncan just... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 852, and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 33. Uh, tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 44. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Andrew Schultz is coming to uh, Mohegan Sun on July 27th, and we want to send you to the show. Tune in to Pat Kelly all this week for your chance to win a pair of tickets. It's going to be a hilarious night of comedy. For more details, visit rock102.com slash concerts from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, here's an uh, interesting story here. Humpback whales. <laughs> whales. Have been observed having sex for the very first time. Really? Yeah. We've never seen that happen? With, no. With the humpbacks? With this uh, landmark moment having an interesting twist. The two whales were male. Whoa. Oh, a male whale. Wow. Right. Listen, not there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Despite decades of research on humpback whales, <laughs> whales, uh, sightings of the male's uh, penis have been rare. Copulation by the species had not been documented by people until now, when two photographers captured images of a sexual encounter between two whales off the coast of Hawaii. 
Mukalaka Hiki, come on, you want to lay me? Pass the boy, Mahalo. That was Wayne's World. That was my one of my favorite lines. Around. Yes. The uh, sighting confirmed by scientists in a newly published study occurred in January of 2022 in the waters off the island of Maui, where two whales approached and uh, circled a boat before engaging in sexual activity about three to five meters below the vessel. Wow. Ooh, look at that, a boat. Does that turn you on? Because it turns me on. I'm a I you're you know sometimes you 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 do things and you wish you hadn't. Yeah. I uh, I just googled whale penis just yeah. out of curiosity. I really wish I hadn't done that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. It well, uh, it's enough to make you feel very inadequate well, in feel, so many ways. Listen, I feel inadequate uh, from a sea hung like a seahorse. I'm hung like a seahorse. <laughs> Anyway, both of the uh, males were whale, which makes the photos uh, taken by Lyle Krennic, uh, whatever, they, these two people. The first evidence of homosexual behavior in humpback whales is the first sighting of sex in the species. Homosexual behavior is common in the animal kingdom and has been spotted among dolphins and orca whales, but never previously between humpback whales. Well, they had to get a name somewhere, didn't they? I suppose. What about uh, sperm whales? We know how, uh, how they do it. Yeah, they go with the humpback whales too. Mm, okay. You know, they mm. make a map of Hawaii on their back. Interesting. Yeah. Just uh, listen. It's a mystery of nature. Yeah. There's the Big Island right there. Yeah. There you go. Right above your blowhole. <laughs> this discovery <laughs> challenges our preconceived notions about humpback whale behavior. While we have long recognized the complex social structures of these incredible creatures, witnessing the copulation of two whale males for the first time is a unique and remarkable event. Who's more excited about this? The guys taking the picture or the two whales going at it with I would each other? Th- I would think it would be the whales. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like, whoa, whoa. Would you take pictures of somebody else having sex? Oh, yeah. You know, all of a the whale goes, would you like me to come over to your house and take pictures of you having sex with your significant other? I mean, does the whale turn his, uh, turn to the the uh, photographer and say, excuse me, do you mind? We're a little busy here. Yeah. None of your business, pervert. Um, what about those humpback whales up at Puffer's Pond in Amherst? I think they have uh, Yeah, I don't, have, uh, a, I don't uh, I have no idea. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go. Whales documented having sex for the first time. Well, that's uh, that's mm. interesting stuff, Steve. Thanks for uh, for sharing that. I'm like Animal Planet, but the porn version. I like that. Yeah. We don't see enough of that uh, on uh, around these parts. No, but I can tell you how a turducken is made. <laughs> you don't really <laughs> no, want to know. Yeah. It's 857 at Rock 102.